Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. As I was looking at these pictures, I couldn't help but to think about the expression, jet fuel can't melt steel beams. Here we see fuel burning hot enough to cause the metal to fatigue itself and lead to the collapse of the bridge. To understand how this can happen, we need to look at the general design of the bridge. Sea rats yeah. that somehow we turned into the most expensive food. That expensive is what lobsters rats. are. They're yeah. sea rats. I don't understand why we did it. it uh, I mean, I love lobster. Don't get me wrong, but like, good. I every time a lobster roll is presented on uh, to me on the menu, I'm like, you know, I really could go for a lobster roll. Thirty four dollars. Yeah. No fucking way. It's right? like thanks, but no thanks. Yeah, and it, all it is is just lobster on buttered bread. Like I don't yeah. understand why it's so fucking expensive. And it's not ridiculous. It's not cheaper here. Like you think it kind of should be like twelve bucks. Yeah, it's, right. It's still like it's maybe like twenty four bucks. You're like that's so okay. a lot. It's there's like a market prey. It's, it's like it's like the diamond market. You know, I yeah. talk about diamonds a lot on this pod and gold because you know I'm I'm pretty <laughs> heavy into those. Um, those investments, but lobsters the same. Like the market set fixes a price, and they don't want to deviate. I don't think it's yeah. real, to be honest. No, you're a gold you know, diamond and lobster guy. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> you do. You do. That's what's talk. on my charm necklace. It's gold, gold you, diamond, and lobster. You talk a disproportionate amount about about uh about diamonds on this podcast for some reason. I just, it's just now time. dawning on me that you bring it up almost you bring it up almost as much as I bring up my fear of of Chinese taking over everything and making us work harder than we already do. <laughs> Which I, I, I do one diamond once and it was uh traumatic, let's say. Mm. So I'm still I'm still letting off letting the gas out of that. I hear do you, you were you one of those people? I feel like we may have had this conversation, and then we'll move on. Actually, before we even before we, we even have that conversation, I got more reports from Connecticut. You'll oh, I love it. Well, this is really quickly before we talk more about the Sunshine State, Connecticut. Uh, this is Digi Reddit, a weekly podcast about the internet by way of Reddit, the front page of the internet. My name today is "It's Your Jet Fuel Doesn't Melt Steel Beams." Beautiful. I'm dog Lest boobs. I didn't think of anything cool this morning. And I'm my free Bill Cosby day. Oh, no. <laughs> Shit. I thought well, it was guys. free Bill. Like, free. we should have free Bills these days. Like, Bill suck. No. I mean, it listen, cool. we we said it first. <laughs> one We've been saying it for that years name. that he was innocent. He was always innocent. Dude. Let, let, let Bill out. No, he's Let not innocent. Bill he's still out. a piece of shit. He has, I mean, he has accusers out the dick. I think that the the thing that he he's getting out basically basically on a a seemingly on a bit of a uh, like litigious back door where he had provided information in a civil suit in two thousand five yeah. or something, and then yeah. they're like, you know what? We found this thing. You actually shouldn't have imprisoned him. And the court's like, fuck. Yeah, so you're 83 you're gonna die in seven like days who fucking cares classic law and order you guys sam waterston 
This is a real moment. So basically right. like a few days before the statute of limitations was up for Bill Cosby on this particular right. sexual assault, because I think his right. statute of limitations is up on most of the rest of them. And this was like the right. one they could nail him on. And so what is the statute of limitations is 10 years or something like that? How's that Something work? ridiculous, like 12 right. years, 10 years, something like that. And it was, it was a few days well. like yeah. right before that was going to be up that the DA charged him with the crime so he basically one of the strongest pieces of evidence that put him in prison was his testimony at the civil suit years ago where the district attorney at that time had told him hey if you testify and tell us all this shit we promise we will never charge you for this crime we promise so he spilled his beans and you know there was a lot of incriminating stuff in what he said then was that, that da oh, was that ahead. case sorry in, in that case did he that was for an accuser so he theoretically or hypothetically paid that accuser out just money right i to settle I that don't really know i he sort of I had to like so. admit to it yeah in exchange for probably a payment so probably, cause he was like, in his mind he was doing the math like look it's not jail time it's just money yeah. i got a ton of money who gives yeah. a s right he's so like that was the deal he made it. with his his attorneys were like this is a good deal just take yeah. it yeah you know. so then that da retires or whatever gets blasted off into space there's a new da <laughs> that da is like fuck that old deal i'm using that testimony and i'm putting them away for sexual assault and rape and all this stuff so right when you look at it like that i kind of get why they had to turn over the conviction which sucks it, it sucks but then in my law and order brain i was like what if this da was like listen guys i know we only got a couple hours to charge this motherfucker and you know we know this is going to get turned over on appeal whatever right. do we want to put him in prison for three years or however much time it takes for that to go through the appeal system or do we want to just let him get away with it all together and maybe he'll maybe maybe he'll die, or maybe they thought like, look, I know, right. we know we're kind of breaking the rules, but maybe he'll just die in prison. Maybe he'll just die, which is like, like I love yeah. when the law takes the law into their own hands like that. <clears throat> the law and, takes you know, the law into their I'm own a hands. Bit up and you know, I, obviously he's like a total creep, rapist, and a bad dude. But the the legal system, you know, took a pretty big leap of faith in trying to like fuck him over yeah. which right. i don't think is a good thing for anybody like if they're fucking over him which yeah he's a scumbag mm -hmm. like that means they're hypothetically fucking over like kids or other people or or like pulling moves so in yeah. a way I, I like that like the move didn't work yeah so brendan I, brendan dosey brendan Ducey. was that the guy's name oh yeah oh, the, duke, the, the, the duke prosecutor no, who's yeah, the no. sweet? Who's the sweet boy in uh, Making a Murderer that got yeah, put away? Brandon, and they were just yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, if you just say that you murdered this guy, we will give you a candy bar. Yeah. Like, yeah. So in a way, okay. I, I like yeah. that the, the judge like stepped in. Was like, this isn't how it works. Like this yeah. doesn't. So, unfortunately, it was for you know the worst rapist in town. Yeah. <laughs> so right. that sucks. But it, it's it's. It's like I have a little, I have faith and not faith in the justice system about it. I guess at the same yeah, time, yeah, I'm with you. I like when I read the when I heard it, I was like, "What the fuck? He's out!" Like yeah, that's course. so unexpected. And then when you read the details about like 
how there was this deal in place and he only testified because he was told by the DA that he would never get charged for something. Like, I'm not saying, like, I think he should, you know, I don't know. I'm not saying, like, people should always like, tell Bill Cosby the truth, but people should always tell everyone the truth in the legal system. So it's like, right. I kind of I kind of get why it happened. And if they knew if they knew it was going to happen, which if I were a lawyer and I saw this situation, I'd be like, duh, this is going to get turned over on appeal. You know, Yeah, of course, Yeah. maybe I don't know. Maybe he was being sassy and he was like, yeah. I know it's going to get turned over on appeal, but I want to put this motherfucker in prison for a little bit. I also, generally speaking, don't love the idea of people dying in prison. Like, I just yeah. think it's, it's so sad and so depressing that I like, even even the, like, worst of the worst, I'm kind of like, let, 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 them, let them out for, like, at least a couple days to just, like, get a taste of the world that they lived in and yeah. not the fucking concrete cell. So, like... I mean, Bill Cosby can't go anywhere again for the rest of his life without getting harassed, right? Yeah. I mean, at least O.J. Simpson has, like, a bar that he goes yeah. to now, and he's just, like... He's, he's just, like, he's the just most like a popular fucking, guy in that bar. Yeah, he, he basically has, like... you could pro- We could probably buy a cameo right now from O.J. Simpson just telling yeah. us he did it, right? And, <laughs> and so, uh, you know, Bill Cosby, um, uh, Burn in Hell, I hope. Um, somebody fucking throws shit and it lands squarely on your face, but in your mouth and in your mouth, yeah. But I, I don't, I don't like the idea of people dying in prison. It makes me really fucking sad and feel. Yeah. It just feels like very like uh, existentially devastating. You yeah. Know I mean? So I hear you. Bill, and that did you see anybody. his? I mean, there's a picture of him like leaving court with his head held high, even though he can't see, and he's like. It looks like he's peacocking pretty hard. Like, Jesus. see, motherfuckers, like the cause always wins in the end. And oh it's like, God, his, his ego seems so massive and so it always like, was godlike in his own head. Yeah, and this is just like a reinforcement of his power in his head, and 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 he's just like sort of, you know. I, he's so satisfied right now. He's like, well, see, I never fucking admitted anything. I never like bent over fuck all you and look at me i won and he like yeah he did it you're like fuck man the cause like the cause won squeaked out of this it's it's pretty crazy yeah, <laughs> oh yeah he's got blows. he's got yeah he's got the uh oh yeah jesus christ all right let me pull, i'm gonna pull this up uh i mean you know it's, warning. It also, it, trigger warning i mean it's also one of those things where you're kind of like you're kind of like um Oh God! You know, sometimes, sometimes you see things like this, and you, you know, it's like one of those like he said, she said, he said, he said, she said, she said, whatever. There were like forty people that accused yeah. him of this. Like he, he definitely did it. Right? Yeah. It's not like, I think like it's usually six, when you 60, see a photo like this, there's sixty people. Which is usually when you see a photo like this, you're like the person's like. I you know that's like a Nelson Mandela was, photo. Yeah, yeah. Like, totally. I've been railroaded, totally. and I was put in prison for 20 years for a murder a i didn't commit right. i also African love prison. this uh <laughs> yeah love- for apartheid yeah. you know protest no bill cosby just raped 60 other women right. got caught for it and, and no like, longer hold- gets to be america's dad and he's holding up his rape fingers <clears throat> like look at that got it uh- yeah, I, I also I love pointing yes. out too. By the way, that this uh, <laughs> this, I point. guess this, 
this uh this publication voa mag or some bullshit uh bill cosby flashes a v sign that's not that's not a v that's it's a, not a v sign. sign it's a peace sign you fucking idiots who wrote yeah. this article v for victory um, i mean th- maybe. this must be an english no is it an english thing i don't know it, like an english website no u.s news not. press freedom voa news on iran what is this publication I don't know, their only man. their only sections are u.s news press freedom <laughs> voa news on iran and then covid19 pandemic what the fuck there, there's know. there's something about being overly educated in the world like a lot right. of journalists have only spent time at like very fancy colleges probably and they're like i don't even know what a peace sign is like yeah. do you know do you know what a high five is dude like uh-huh. do you know like it was probably like, no. like a little Gen Zer that was like, I don't know, man. I've never seen this before. Yeah. This is. But I on mean, TikTok, they call it a V. This. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I'm I'm Gen a Z- fucking baby. Gen Zers. Oh, what you always were. It. You always were in our hearts, Doug. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Well, anyway, so today we're actually today. You know, it's been interesting. This has been a lot of. Um, Oh man, the Brotherhood of the Crows. Oh, these are my oh, damn my crow boys. Love it. Um, Fuck yeah. We uh so so um so there have been a lot, there's been a lot of news since we last pod. Evidently, I don't. It's yeah. kind of insane the amount of shit that's happened. So last week, between the time we last broadcasted and right now, a fucking our Lord and Savior John McAfee died, <sighs> which is insane. Which is so sad because he was the fucking guy. Also, not that sad. He's kind of a piece of shit too. But he was like a fun piece of shit where yeah, he like, like tried to kill a cop in Belize. Angels yeah. in heaven, poop in his mouth until the end of eternity. <laughs> exactly. He loved <laughs> it. He he loved that. I will never forget that part of that documentary <laughs> when I was probably on my laptop doing something else and like was halfway looking at the screen. And sort of caught the tail end of one of the girls in Spanish going like, yes, he had us uh, sit on the hammock and cut a hole in it. And I would sit underneath. He would sit underneath and we would poop on his face. Yes. I was like, what? <laughs> Come again? What? I had to like rewind it like 30 times to make sure yes. I'm getting this right. Because I'm a bad reader and I have a terrible retention for information. And I'm like, I, before I go out on, on the town telling people this is what John right. Mack was into, I need to make sure I got it got it straight and sure enough i got it straight <laughs> what a cool fetish i that's what i said i mean what a cool fetish he's he was a he was that's a cool fetish he was, ever, right he was it's a guy so he was a cool, cool guy so for from now on for the rest of this episode this episode will be re- referred to as did you read it a weekly podcast about the internet by way of right at the front page of the internet memorial podcast for John McAfee, the John yeah. McAfee mm-hmm. Memorial Did You Read It Structural Engineering Podcast is the new official name. <laughs> We're setting up podcast. a scholarship. Yep. Yeah. It's going to be amazing. <laughs> what was that amazing for, uh, post yeah. you found? I think, was it Freed? You found like a LinkedIn thread of a bunch of like bros. Was it you or was it It's Your Jet Fuel Doesn't Melt Steel Beams? Uh, a LinkedIn. It was LinkedIn thread of someone being like, 
our fucking hero, John McAfee, Lord of the Bitcoin, like passed away. And that was a real American man. Men aren't masculine anymore. Men are little (laughs) baby bitches. And I'm like, this is on LinkedIn. Like you're talking to your coworkers and you're like networking circle about this. And everyone's like, fuck yeah, rest in power, Prince. And I'm like, (laughs) what the fuck? Weird. I love people, man. People are the fucking worst, dude. Worst. It's so funny. <laughs> it's interesting. Um, I, I've seen some like slight shreds of culture wars creeping into LinkedIn posts. Oh, like, I have shit. too. Dude, like, it's I have becoming too. a little bit more normal. Facebook. To, to it, it becoming more Facebook atized. Yeah. Right. Uh, and I, man, I, if I'm LinkedIn, I gotta, I gotta be worried about that. Being like, no, no, we've it's yeah. been we've been like straight for a long time. Let's keep it that way. Like yeah. it's all about, it's all about, can, what is it? Your neck size is your neck worth. Yep. Yeah. Your neck, neck, width, neck, neck width. <laughs> neck width is your neck net worth. <laughs> net worth. <laughs> uh, exactly. The other, also How shout out. a t-shirt? I don't know. It's going to be if I ever get my ass in gear. <laughs> we, we got another email from our t-shirt vendor asking why we haven't done any yet. God so damn it. We're going to have to do that at some point. I love it. also... Shout out a friend, uh, a new friend of the pod. I don't remember what her name was, but somebody hit us up on Instagram basically being like, yo, have only just started listening to you guys, but I like what you're doing. I don't know what you're talking about because I have not heard this inside joke yet. And it, it dawned on me that like the compounding inside jokes that have happened over the last 191 episodes yes. is is such a mountain to climb yes. that I don't know how anybody could possibly... <laughs> start listening to this podcast without knowing some of those inside jokes and getting any of what we're talking about so that's a good point good luck luck to you see you in hell yeah Yeah. we should do an episode of Um, like recapping and getting new listeners up to speed on some of the bullshit we talk about (laughs) yeah that's probably that's probably a good idea i mean we are we are fastly approaching episode 200 so i think that 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 might be a good idea a good episode we have to to do something heavy to the studio do you think yeah, it's just like a little bit of a window, probably sooner than that. But yeah, I was gonna say we have we have like basically two months before we're at that point. So I'd like to go earlier if possible. But <laughs> it but sounded yeah. so Noted. fast in my head. I was like, look, it's I only know. count to 10. One, two, yeah. and we're there. And it's like, I we're can't there with Damn, the soundboard. Exactly. Goddamn right. It. I like your pony. Um, anyway. So all right. Long. So so the news. So John McAfee died. Donald Rumsfeld died, which we're just going to gloss over that. One. We don't fucking care. But he care. starred the Iraq Already. War. He started the Iraq War. He was played by Steve Carell in that movie about the war. Vice, I think, was what it was called or whatever. Steve yeah. Carell, quietly, um, the most range of all time. Like, yeah, it's unbelievable. Is the greatest. Um, it's crazy. So true. Uh, what else happened? The Britney, um, Free Britney. There was the conservatorship here. Huge, huge Free huge. Britney thing going on right now. Which amazing, is, which is amazing memes going around about everybody asking to free Britney instead we freed Bill. I like know. That, it's it's like so. I haven't seen those yet. Oh, I just seen a, a hundred from. I mean, they're definitely. I love that. You know, I love I love the idea of just being of like yeah, people somebody being like Jesus to free Britney and then Jesus like going I'm gonna free Bill instead and like they're like that's kind of what happened yeah just like starting just like free like B word and Jesus goes say no more say no more I know know exactly who you're asking yeah I'm very busy I'm gonna just cut this short I'm gonna go off the B and just keep rolling with it listen based on what I know about you people I know exactly what you want 
Yeah. We're freeing Bill. <laughs> Free, but say no more. I got you. Say no more. I got this. I I think uh, the yeah the free Britney stuff's pretty big. All that stuff's gonna come to a head soon. Can you, yep. can you like recap that like in in three yeah, minutes? Dude. Are you like? I'll do a quick you, recap. So oh. free Britney's been a thing for a while. Ever since she went crazy, shaved her head, and hit a paparazzo with an umbrella back in the early two thousand tens or early two thousands. She has been placed under conservatorship by uh, controlled by her father, Jamie Spears, and he seems a little bit like a southern dandy. Is that a true? little bit of a southern dandy. A little I'm not bit of a quite southern. Sure what that means, but I think I do. <laughs> He's a Southern dandy and a Southern uh, dumbass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So with Britney Spears, she finally testified like an open court about the conservatorship and said she's been, you know, for years abused by the family. Like right. she is perfectly capable of running her own life. She's like not physically I, abused, though, right? We're talking not, like financial, well, emotional, financial, emotional abuse for sure. And then one detail that came out that was very disturbing that a lot of people kind of glommed onto was that she wants to have more children. She's a fucking 30 something year old woman. Uh, all, she's she's 30 almost, something. No, she's gotta be almost 40. How old is Britna? 39. That's fucking oh, insane. I know. What uh, in the so world? I could have swore she was in her fifties. <laughs> Right. No, I'm serious. 39. Like, dude, we, we've known, we've known, we've been following Britney Spears's life, Your whole life since I was in seventh grade. That's wild. Say, to think she's not that much older than us. I want to say her and I are the same age. I'm a couple years older than you guys both, and and the reason I think that is because I remember when her first video came out, I was like also 17 or something mm-hmm. and and, right. and, pe- and i was like how old's this girl and people are like 17 i'm like wait i'm 17 you're like wait a minute like, <laughs> this <laughs> like i'm popping zits all <laughs> all over the place and this girl's like chilling with a boa constrictor yeah like, in a rock and roll video and, like, and and then i also thought i was like well we're the same age so like theoretically we could get together yeah duh. You, know, like, you still can we, we and now we still can actually yeah. more than ever. You know? More than <laughs> ever, in fact. Legally, more than ever, actually, technically. You know, my yeah. buddy Dom, he dates uh, Britney Spears. She's it's weird, but know, he does. Sixty-three now. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you know that guy we do that uh, that podcast about? He's like he used to live on that boat and stuff. Yeah, he's dating Britney Spears. Dating now. Britney Spears now yeah. that she doesn't she doesn't Crazy. have any money anymore, but he's dating her all right. <laughs> so she wants to have a uh, some more kids with her current fiance, huh? which. 39 year old woman should have every right to do um and she let she told open court that she has been forced to have an iud implanted in her body that she does not want in her body which is like that's like fucking crazy that's that is crazy i'm just continuing to fantasize i think our our audience is really drawing the connection right now between the the perfect match of my yeah. three day and Britney Spears. I know. I can just imagine again. It's just like she's got some kids. I've got some kids and a wife. We could all get together and just <laughs> do it all in the south. You know exactly. I mean, so you, you, Kevin Federline, your wife, your kids, mm-hmm. and you and Britney Spears somewhere in there. All just, move. All move to a small town about twenty miles outside of Orlando, yeah. and this is live your life. And we just raise. Life. We raise gators, yeah, and and we just lean into our haircuts, you know. 
Yeah, we just man. don't let anybody try to style it otherwise. Good. Good. All your kids get internships at the local gas station. And then <laughs> and what, what, what nobody saw coming is that they're going to start their own kid band oh, called. Oh, yeah. Called aggressive alligators. And, and we're going to then turn them into childhood uh, servants and servants. milk, and milk pop servants. That's right, pop servants. Baby. Nice pop servants. Pop servants. Cons- the conservative ship band. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yes. Anyway, does that, does that sum it up? Are we missing any details in the Britney Spears thing? I mean, I think I think there's going to be another hearing. So keep right. an eye out, you guys. More information coming. Free Britney. Throw up those V signs. We want Britney free, you know? Yeah. Throw those out yeah. with that. That's what that means, right? Okay. <laughs> throw up, Just the throw letter up a, V. Throw up a, a, a V for Britney. V for Britney, y'all. Free Britney. V for Britney. V for Britney, y'all. Cool. Another y'all. stupid joke that no one will uh, understand. And they'll take fucking months of episode listening to understand. Um, Ooh, what what uh, Ooh. Zach asks wants to know a nickname of the element of truth. Zachariah Zane Ziedler seems us. like this could be another like bot. <laughs> but What's the, um, of the element of truth. I don't know. Well, it seems well, like maybe this person could be trying to promote their own Twitch channel. Anyway, so the us. other thing. Yeah, we're, we're gonna have to see. Um, so the other thing that happened, which is going to be the gist, the 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 biggest chunk of what we're talking about today is of course and uh, i don't there this isn't really room for jokes we can joke about the bill Co- bill cosby britney like free them shenanigans um, arguably it's not funny either it's both arguably not funny twisted, either um nice. uh, okay so it looks like the answer is veritasium for everybody who's keeping score at home is the well, see uh, the i just googled veritasium and an australian Dick, Dick filmmaker Dick named Derek muller just came up Mm, oh, I see. Somebody so following the rabbit hole. They're leading us into a rabbit hole, and we're going to go there, but after this. <laughs> we're going to go there after this. Well, if you're really stuck, so we're going to make fun of it. So uh, but the other thing that happened, no no jokes, is the, the Miami building collapse, and that was like a big thing. And the reason that is so interesting, well, there's a lot of reasons why it's interesting. It obviously is extremely tragic, and, and it is also... Shrouded in mystery, but some of it is a little bit of conspiracy, but it's kind of like practical conspiracy, in my opinion, where it's a little less like, um, oh, yeah, like, you know, it's because Epstein had his files there and they had to blow it up before it went to court. (laughs) Right. Right. It's a little bit it's a little bit more like shady deals have been going on for a long time in a place like Miami. And this is a byproduct of infrastructure collapse. And because of all those shady deals and because of some like, you know, ignored paperwork and all that kind of stuff. Now we have a lot of people that have perished and a lot of people have lost their homes and everything. And so so we wanted to talk about it because I think it's just it's kind of one of those things that is an interesting cross section of all of the best parts of Reddit, in my opinion, where there's a lot of information to be gleaned from what actually happened and some of people speculating about some of the the reasons why it happened in real not some of the conspiracy but also some of the bigger questions about what this ultimately means so today we're talking about structural engineering right um the john mcafee memorial structural engineering podcast (laughs) from digi reddit um yes but we're gonna be talking about that we're gonna be talking a little bit about what happened 
in the Miami um, apartment collapse and some of where the chatter is happening on Reddit specifically. And and I think as I was going through the structural engineering um, uh, Reddit subreddit last night, I also, um, I guess we're going to get into this more, but it's interesting seeing the pride that structural engineers seem to take in their craft. And they yeah. almost, it's it's almost as if they treat it like a, like the doctor takes the what do they call that the the uh, Hippocratic, Hippocratic oath. oath yeah yeah and it almost feels like the structural engineers kind of feel similar about themselves and they handle it very similarly which they're like it is our responsibility to make society a to make society function in a way that is is like reliable structurally sound physically stable we're the bedrock of of societal growth. Yeah. And so they they take this shit really seriously. So that which is very interesting to me because I've I've never actually thought about it that way. And it's such a fundamental role in like society that we don't think don't about think daily. About it. Yeah, at all. And it's, and it's like it's interesting because even like I mean, Frida, I know you've built you've built a lot of stuff, right? And so like a lot of like the like load bearing beams and shit like that, like that you kind of know the principles of that kind of stuff, but it you don't. I guess you kind of forget that it is like we are. All of society is built on like centuries and centuries and millennia and millennia of people building ways for people to stay safe and dry and warm. Yeah. And, you know, and live. Shelter. Right. Yeah. yeah. Shelter. Yeah. Shelter is yeah. one of our needs. Like it's food, water, and shelter. Right. Isn't that those, those are the three basic needs right yeah in boning <laughs> oh yeah th- yeah it's of course like food water shelter and bone zone yeah and um, taking it to pound town but yeah <laughs> also i do think that uh it when you look at how much more complex structures have become in the past like hundred years All right, sorry, right. i'm kind of the bro on the show i'm like sorry him. Approaching it in my sort of zone there. Really Listen, a, man, you're going to just have to outgrow crisis. me if you want to be the bro here, okay? <laughs> kind of um, I shtick. A bone. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a bone. <laughs> I'm a bone. We have a territorial conflict happening right now on the podcast. <laughs> it happens Dog, dog, dog Booms is really trying to take over the role and... <laughs> I mean, yeah. without without your like irrelevant irrelevant bro comments, Freedom, you're gonna you're gonna be <laughs> who am I? You're gonna get the doing? door. You're gonna get step your up. fucking kicked out the door, dude. You gotta step up, man. I'm now the empathetic one. I've changed. <laughs> I've shifted gears. <laughs> I mean, he's very sensitive. Mm. But you look at like the kind of structures that exist nowadays, and like especially like the Miami the Surfside condominium in Miami was is a forty right. was a forty year old building. And buildings in the United States in general aren't super old. Like I remember in general, like being in Europe and stuff and just being like struck at how old everything is. And then you come back to like Los Angeles, for instance, especially like West coast stuff. It's like a little different more in the East coast, but West coast, just all these squat flat, little ugly buildings. And you're just like, damn, like there's no history here. But you look at like the way that structures have become more complex, especially like in the last 50 years and reading through this subreddit, I'm like, it's really amazing that more buildings don't collapse. Like I'm just, I'm like, now that I've read all this stuff, we read through the report, which we'll get into. I'm looking around like, 
is concrete falling off? Do I see water dripping from totally. the top of my garage? Like, I don't, it's freaking scary. There's so much that goes yeah. into like the safety of buildings that hold hundreds and thousands of people right. sometimes that God, like we don't even think about daily. Well, yeah, and I, and good, I know good point. And Freed, you may have gone through a similar thing. I don't think you, you didn't buy your house like remodeled, right? You bought, you've been remodeling it. You kind of bought a normal house and <clears> you've <throat> done it your own, on your own, right? Yeah. We bought a house. that was built in 1948. It was pretty much untouched. Um, it was, ve- it was very well sort of kept up, but it was like un- unfettered or untouched. Right. And then we gutted it and remodeled it. And so in that process, we definitely, like the codes had to basically leap from, I think somebody had done something in the 70s because there's permit records of all this stuff. It's actually really interesting. Like you can look back and say, oh, in 1974, this guy added this bathroom. And you go, right. oh, cool. And there's the plans of it. And you go, this is how they did it. Yeah. And, and the and the you know the codes have changed from then till now. So anytime you do something new, everything you do new has to come up to the current code. Right. That's why it's, it can be very expensive to do things by the book. You know, right. the right. code because you know <clears throat> what the, what the inspector will say is like you have to upgrade all the electrical in the house and all the plumbing to the and you're like code what standard. I you're just like, wanted what? to add like, a socket for my toaster exactly and and the, you know it's 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 never a bad investment because it's better technology it's safer it's gonna improve the value of your home and all stuff but yeah we did all that stuff and it was interesting they they definitely like the house now I would say is very strong it's not a it's a one story building so it's not gonna necessarily fall over but now you they added all this other strength within it and you're like oh shit now it feels like it's like this robust thing even though it's a wall house but so our our home the home my girlfriend bought that we that we live in now that i record from obviously kind of the exact opposite story right so we bought a a flipped home right yeah we we bought we bought a flipped home and or she bought a flipped home rather and every single time that we have to get something fixed, the contractors come over and they go, what the the fuck happened here? Right? We're just like, what do you mean? They're like, they didn't do this. They didn't do this. Who fucking did your house? We're just like, (sighs) and because it's, bought it. Well, and 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 this is exactly that. Um, well, I have an example that I don't know. I don't know how to exactly explain, but this is one of those, this is something that maybe you would understand that I don't really understand, but there, we had, we had to challenge your authority. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Oh yeah. You have a flipped home named three. Um, Error. The contractor um, made. No, I like talking about this stuff. So I'm just curious. So our, our roof, our roof was leaking when every once in a while in LA, very rarely, if it rains, it rains and people just freak out. Nobody can drive and it's fucking pure bliss people fall but over in the street and drown in people a fall tunnel. over in the street it's scary exactly. here it's <laughs> super scary, scary. um but yeah. it, when it when it was raining we we were getting leaks in our roof and we were like what the fuck is going on what and so we had to go it? up there is it asphalt a, shing- a shingle I, yeah. I think so yeah. yeah um and so pitched we went roof, up right? pitched yeah pitched roof yeah it's so fly. no it's pitched yeah and so we we had a roofer come and check it out he was just like oh well, this is your problem and then it was there's like a little saucer around each of the little like they look like tiny tiny chimneys on the roof i don't know what they're called they're, they're vents they're vents for your plumbing yeah right and so every you know, single like one you, of those hey dog moves you'll know about this you know when you're carving a beer when you're shotgunning a beer mm-hmm. right. right after you yeah burn, right? yeah um, right. you need <laughs> to let, you need to let the air out somewhere so yeah. when you right. when you flush your toilet or you turn on your sink 
the water pushes, but you need an air suck. And so these right. vents go out the top to, to basically breathe. So fart vents. Right. They're fart, they're, they're fart, they're fart vents, vents for your plumbing, yeah. Got right. it. So all of those, there's a little saucer around each of those to prevent leaking that they just did not put on. They just categorically were just like, they're like, like neck. It's like a neck. It's like, yeah. Yeah. And so, Damn. so the, the, the roofer came was just like, oh, this is an easy fix. I basically just have to like put stuff around it. We were just like, why didn't they do that before? And he was just like, this is what ha- every single flipped home does this shit where they just, wow. they, 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 they cut skip, corners. they, they cut, cut corners, corners wherever they possibly can. can. And it just it, it, it saves such little money, but it God. fucking costs so much money in the end to fix because there's so many little things it's so that just are like stupid. wrong. Yeah, it's so bizarre. And and, and there's like a there's a million of those little things in this house that like we've mm-hmm. just discovered over time. There'll be like an electrical thing, and there'll be like a weird vent, and then there'll be like like God. you know, there, and there's other things too where they my girlfriend just redid our our back. Our, our back area, there's like a pool and like an old pool and there's a back area around it. And I know. And she and we had to completely redo the concrete. And then they were like, oh, you you don't have any drainage here. Like we, we you need to like add drainage. And we were just like, what do you mean? They're like, there's 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 no there's nowhere where the water goes. That's why the water always pools oh, when shit. you're in the water. And this and is so, kind of a Florida story of what we're going to talk about. It's like, the, yeah. The concrete wasn't draining the water away from the the building properly, so wow. things were pooling. And anytime like water pools next to concrete, it's just sort of starts to break it down. Yeah, yeah. and that's, that's what, something we learned from the subreddit is that water is like the most damaging corrosive right. material to concrete and to like buildings in general. That if there isn't like bar, proper drainage, yeah. it's gonna fuck it up. It's like we need it to live, but it could also kill us. You know, it's crazy. Oh, dude. It's crazy. Fucking, it's fucking smoke crazy. them if you got them, you know, dude? <laughs> mm-hmm. um, all right. So true. Um, but the only so upside of that all that we live in the driest fucking place ever. True. And, exactly. And, yeah. and like when it rains, it basically gets so dry for so long. Like it's a slow deterioration process. Right. Well, it's also it, it, it rains and then you're just like, oh, thank God. And then like it's completely dried up like 15 minutes later. Right. Like it's yeah. bizarre. Like every time this happens, because when for anybody who doesn't live in LA or in California for that matter, particularly Southern California, when it rains, it's fucking beautiful out. Everything is suddenly green, and you're just like, "Oh my god, I didn't know there was so much beautiful, lush green everywhere." And then like the next morning, it's back to just like a pile of like totally flammable dry brush. Everywhere. It, so, you know yeah. what it looks like? If you, I don't know if you guys ever get down to Singapore much, but <clears throat> I'm there pretty much every other quarter. But uh, <laughs> it looks like Singapore for like a, a week after it rains in LA. Right. And it's mm-hmm. it's really gorgeous. And then it doesn't get gorgeous anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Get the shit looking. God damn it. Um, <clears throat> okay. So let's, so let's pull up the sub and let's talk about structural engineering. And the reason we're using structural engineering, I mean, because of, this was such a big event, obviously there's a lot of subs that are talking about it in one way or another you're gonna find it on conspiracy of course you're gonna find it on fucking other places probably you know fucking structural engineering gone wild probably has some good stuff there <laughs> people fucking posting nudes and structural engineering um in draft in drafts of blue paper i don't know what you'd call that um but um but but structural Drafty engineering paper. is like Drafting paper. There you go. Drafts of blue paper. Um, But structural engineering talks about the science of this stuff. And I think through the lens of what actually went wrong, which I think is 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 really helpful. 
Um, so let me pull up my can. Uh, my can. While you're pulling it up, and, and you sort of said this earlier, but yeah, man, these guys uh, and ladies and whoever uh, are so passionate about like yeah. getting the details correct and the math and the and the um, the formulas and explaining them in a way on on this Reddit. You're like, wow, like this is this is like a legitimate place to figure out what happened if you were into totally. figuring out how engineering works. It's pretty, it's pretty crazy. It's <laughs> very crazy. I was impressed. <laughs> um, yes, I agree. So, okay. So, so let's get into it. So starting with the subreddit alone. So this is the thing that I, I found really beautiful and compelling here, right? So reading the side, um, I will actually dog, do you want to, do you want to read this? Cause I, I uh, can't read. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so let me. I'm gonna have to read it from your screen because all of my Reddit tabs are saying "ow." Reddit.com. <laughs> okay, so I'm an engineer. This is written on the side uh, of the subreddit. I'm an engineer. In my profession, I take deep pride. To it, I owe solemn obligation. Since the Stone Age, human progress has been spurred by the engineering genius. Engineers have made usable nature's vast resources of material and energy for humanity's benefit. Engineers have vitalized and turned to practical use the principles of science and the means of technology. Were it not for this heritage of accumulated experience, my efforts would be feeble. As an engineer, I pledge to practice integrity and fair dealing tolerance and respect and to uphold devotion to the standards and the dignity of my profession conscious always that my skill carries with it the obligation to serve humanity by making the best use of earth's precious wealth as an engineer i shall participate in none but honest enterprises when needed my skill and knowledge shall be given without reservation for the public good in the performance of duty and in fidelity to my profession i shall give the utmost very uh, so, I see what you mean about like very similar to the Hippocratic oath. It's like yeah. this is a big responsibility, you know? Yeah. Well, I mean we can all agree this person's a fucking nerd and I want to beat him up. But um <laughs> but but yeah, I mean and I also found I also found Thank by the way there's the another nerds too, right? I know. <laughs> Seriously. Seriously. Um there's a there's another one so on uh the NSPE.org, so the National Society of Professional Engineers, which I can only assume is a a legitimate source for this kind of stuff. There's a on on their ethics code of ethics page. Um, there's another thing called the the engineer's creed, right? So as a Ooh. professional engineer, I dedicate my professional knowledge and skill to the advancement and betterment of human welfare. I pledge to participate in utmost of performance, to participate in none but honest enterprise, to live and work according to the laws of man uh, in the highest standards of professional conduct, to place service before profit the honor and standing of the profession before personal advantage and the public welfare above all other consideration and humility with the need for divine guidance. I make this pledge. So adopted by the national society of professional engineers, June, 1954. So this is, I, I feel like engineering and engineers, it's, it's kind of, if in a way it feels like an under a, a deeply underappreciated profession. It almost reminds me of like a nurse, right? Like we think of being like, oh, lawyers and doctors, man, those are the fucking ones, man. They're making money. <laughs> like lawyers don't give a fuck. They're unethical pieces of shit, right? <laughs> and then like doctors, honestly, I've met some doctors who are also unethical pieces of shit, right? Yeah. And and I think that you see this from the engineer's perspective and, and it feels like it is, it is a, um, I'm sure there are bad engineers too, but there's, 
there's an interesting yeah, the guy that built your roof yeah well there's an interesting stress it feels to like the idea of being an engineer where you kind of go this if i don't do this right someone could get really really hurt later and everything that they've worked for gets destroyed right, right. and and it's, it feels like just profit is just kind of not it's not as much as a thing so it was interesting seeing this because I've never contextualized engineers this way. And I think that it is like it, it makes something like what just happened in Miami, like even more <coughs> damning because there's, there's an element of um, like there's an element of like Miami shenanigans, you know, because you think about the reputation of like Miami where it's just like built on cocaine trade and kind of, right. you know, a lot of like bad fucking like people from New York going down there and fucking trying to, you know, like it's the last stop in the U.S. before they send all their money to the Cayman Islands to sit and you know and 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 because of that you kind of look at this building and you're like oh man like it feels like that was the the hip the the equip the hit the like engineers creed gone awry you know mm-hmm. um so I thought that was quite interesting all right so getting into yeah. some of the posts um and dog I know that you you've been kind of leading the pursuit of this one. So where do you want to start in terms yeah. of like talking about this? Well, you are endeavor? quite, you're a, you're a builder yourself. I, I am a Mask. bit of a Sims builder. You guys, you're a bit, Hey, listen, don't put Sims in front of it. You are I'm a an builder. architect. You yeah, can learn everything you need to know. Engineering wise from Sims. Like, are you actually picking up good habits on there or do they not like, this is where we like, fall apart on the Sims. And this is why I need <laughs> a contractor. Um, Are you or, telling you know, us that you don't I, use weight-bearing beams? Is that what you're yeah, about to tell us right this now? This is the problem. See, this is why I need a structural engineer in my Sims game. If I were ever to take my Sims mansion into the real world, you could make a gigantic five-story, completely empty shell of a building, and your Sims will flourish in it. There, You just have huh. absolutely no responsibility to include any sort of infrastructure or load-bearing shear walls or anything like that. So, no, I don't know shit about structural engineering. Which is why this was really interesting. <laughs> if they adjusted that game to be structurally, like, correct, where... You teach you people so much. I mean, man, can you imagine how many people would just learn everything they need right? to know while playing a game? It's, it's really like, no, you yeah. can't build a 400-story building with yeah. no foundation. You're like, why right. not? Looks Why? cool. Looks cheat. sick. I want, I'm going to do the cheat code so I can. Yeah. yeah. Huh. Which right. Maybe you do. Or dog groups. I don't know if you want to be a bajillionaire, but maybe, you know, you make that game. Maybe. You're a bit of a gamer. Maybe you do. Maybe you do. I bet it exists. Yeah, it would be, it would be kind of interesting to, like, as you're building this home in The Sims, like, you have to pay attention to, like, electrical code and right? shit. You know, like, there's like, that's some kind of an stuff. interesting idea. Like this isn't. It would like, be a cool game to give my kid first first cool game ever, dude. Instead of fucking fart wagon or whatever they're playing, idiots. Dude. Dude. Hey, listen, idiots. start start with fart wagon, end with the Sims. Is what I <laughs> what I like to say. Booger and fart wagon for the kids. That we often say. Yep. Here's another. Here's another. Before we advance, because we are kind of talking about the the knowledge sharing. This this is another site that we had found that I think, or I don't, did you find this? Did I find this? I don't know how this happened, but there's a site called uh, structuralengineeringbasics.com, which I thought was kind of interesting. And this is a, this is another, like when we talk about learning this stuff, because there is, it is also intimidating, right? I have tried multiple times in my head to be like, how do I build a fill in the blank thing? Yeah. And, and I always start with like, cool, I got to buy some four by four or some like, 
you know, ooh, and they got to yeah. do, oh, God. A nail, three nails uh, and a hammer. Yeah. And I just start getting overwhelmed and I have a hard time like wrapping my head around what to do. Yeah. And so stru- this this site, structuralengineeringbasics.com, master the fundamentals of structural engineering without any technical knowledge or paying thousands of dollars. Advance your yes. skills and career with 80 on-demand videos you can watch whenever it fits your schedule. Um, I don't know how – so this course uh, shortcuts your way to mastering the basics of structural engineering, whether you're an architect, <clears throat> a contractor or a project manager, a student or recent graduate, a building owner or developer, a podcaster is another yeah. one they have listed. Yeah. Um, uh, a, so why, why you should learn structural engineering – Here's maybe we're getting the the juice. So structural engineering is a vital skill for anyone involved in construction, no matter if you're a professional investor, bu- bu- yeah, building owner. It's what adds bones and muscles to buildings, right? So that's kind of a little bit of like what we're even talking about yeah. here, right? <clears throat> Keeps them from collapsing, right? And makes them safe to use. More importantly, it builds solutions for real world problems that won't go away, regardless of how much we advance or our technology and science. Another huge part of this, right, is like, you, we have not invented better. I mean, we've invented better, better concrete, but we haven't been like replace all concrete with this other substance called mm-hmm. fucking cool, cool crete, right? Cool, we haven't done that. cool, right? Um, That's we the greatest we haven't. Product. I know it's a great new product, but but we I have. We're still using concrete for buildings because right? it seems no. shady. It does no. seem super shady. Um, <laughs> so you know, we're still using the same shit. We're still using rebar. We're still using concrete. We're still using, um, you know, like four by fours and four by eights and fucking wood paneling and load bearing beams and all that kind of shit. So if you build it right, it's supposed to stay up, right? That's the idea, you know? Um, That's not only makes structural engineering an unavoidable part of every construction process, but also the most in demand money making skills of the future. Hey. um, I'm getting into it. Yeah. So, anyway, so. Yeah, so it's built by normal engineers. Um, maybe it's a maybe it's a scam, but um, you should give them your money and start. Um, anyway, okay, so back to the sub. Um, so where do we leave off? So, so there's this one I can't get on Reddit at all right now because yeah, of to hear something. It. But I've got. Uh, th- I just texted you guys. Uh, this is the the post that kind of caught my attention and i know there's a ton of interesting stuff about structural engineering but given what happened in miami i think this is one of the more interesting current event ones it's one of the structural engineers who frequents the subreddit took the 2018 uh inspection report from the building which is something you've probably heard about on the news lately um right about this big inspection report that, you know, people came in 2018 and detailed all the things that weren't up to code or the damage that they were, um, you know, observing and went through, highlighted some key points that they noted and then opened up the discussion in the comments to see what people thought about it. So I don't know about you guys, but as someone who doesn't know much about, uh, about, uh, structural engineering i wanted to kind of see what people were saying about that uh report because on the news everyone's like hey you know only four years ago there was this big inspection they found a ton of stuff that wasn't up to code or wasn't you know um wasn't working properly or was very damaged and causing issues like this could be why the collapse happened so reading through it 
as a lay person, you're kind of are like, God, this does sound terrible. So if we look at this, they kind of underline some of the most important stuff. So we can kind of maybe go through the report a little bit. But um, first, maybe just a recap of what exactly happened with the Surfside condo collapse. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. Where, who, how many units? So basically on June 24th, around 1.20 in the morning, while most residents were asleep, the condo tower shook and partially collapsed, destroying about 55 apartment units. So people, rescue crews, like crews raced to the scene, began going over all of the wreckage, um, trying to find survivors. One person, Susanna Alvarez, who's 62, she was on the 10th floor when she started to feel the entire building shaking. Like Crazy. And like we in California and in places where earthquakes are common, maybe would feel this and instantly think earthquake, you know? But in Miami, I don't think they've got earthquakes. They've got fucking monsoons and hurricanes and shit. But this was happening. She wakes up and she's like, I felt like I was on a ride. The bed was shaking. The balcony doors flew open. It was like the longest thunderclap she'd ever heard in her life. So later that day, Governor Ron DeSantis declared a state of emergency in Miami-Dade County. Um, Biden approved an emergency declaration for Florida, allowing the FEMA to give federal resources to the scene. Wake um, up, Joe. Wake up, yeah. Joe. There's a, there's a yeah. building. Huh? And then Joe. <laughs> oh, so this sleepy is Joe. terrifying. Um, so basically, that's that's kind of what happened. Um, there was like a loud boom noise. They thought maybe uh, another uh, resident in unit 111, which I'm assuming is the ground floor or the first floor, um, right. heard this loud boom, thought the garage was collapsing, ran outside moments later, part of the building just completely collapsed. Um, there was one man who was on a call with his wife around that time, um, and she just started screaming that the pool was sinking. This is like mm. terrifying sounding. She's on the phone with her husband. She's at the condominium. I don't think she survived. And she just starts screaming, honey, the pool's caving in. The pool's sinking into the ground. Everything's shaking. Everything's shaking. Then she screams. The line goes dead. So it's like, this is like terrifying, like really scary. Anytime a building collapses or anytime anybody's like caught in this like fucking rubble rub, you know, it's terrifying. But this all goes down. Everybody's like, why the fuck did this happen? Like, and at what time? Like <clears throat> middle of the night, like 2 a.m. Yeah, like 1, 1 20, 1 30 in the morning. And apparently, according to some of these, uh, according to the report from what the collapse itself, it took about two minutes between the collapse and the boom noise or the boom noise to the full the collapse, which when you think about like counting out the seconds in two minutes, that feels like a lot of time. Like when I'm like oh, thinking, yeah. I'm like, I feel a boom. Could I get out in front of my apartment in two minutes? Yeah, fuck yeah, I could. But when you talk to the structural engineers and the rescue teams, they're like, in terms of buildings, two minutes is an instant. Like, that is so fast. So it may seem like you have a lot of time, but you have to think, like, no one knows what the fuck's going on. They hear a boom. You're not grabbing your bags and running. You're like, 
what, what's what happening? just happened? What just yeah, happened? I mean, you're probably, and, and if it's in the middle of the night, I mean, I don't know how you guys are. I and mean, this always happens with earthquakes, right? It's like, earthquake happens you're not just like fuck get in the get in the 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 door frame protect yourself i'm just like fucking tired i i'm it's over i'm going back to bed right yes so like you you feel something you go like what was that Uh, whatever you know and like yeah so yeah no one no one's like up and rushing out i mean you're kind of Mm -hmm. just like you 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 feel something for that reaction right yeah yeah so that's generally what happened so we're in the stage now of what the fuck happened why did it collapse will more buildings around miami collapse like is it something about this building is it something about you know global warming and miami sinking is it you know poor craftsmanship or poor engineering only half the building collapsed which is another interesting element right why didn't the whole building collapse why did only half it collapse (laughs) I'm sure the rest of the people on the half that didn't collapse are out of there immediately. Yeah. yeah and then there's like a sister building up the road. That's the same building, I guess. And they're probably are like going, well, we're out of here too. Of here. And then that whole area is, is condos that are basically the same sort of structure built around the same time. Right. So yeah, probably also probably built by a, the same contractor, or the same architect. Yeah. 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 So I would imagine everybody in that area, and, and, and I was looking at Miami, like the the island that it's on. Like I don't, right. I, never, I don't spend a lot of time in Miami, not as much as I do in Singapore, but um, <laughs> but it's it's on this like reef, like this this barrier reef island outside of the mainland, right? And so it's yeah, it's basically like, you know, I was reading that those islands, you know, historically shift all the time. So as <clears throat> ocean patterns change, those things move around based on it's like a sandbar kind of yeah. thing it's not really like a great right. place so right. as ocean levels rise the water idea table goes that up you would and fucking build buildings there like what insane right so like yeah. it, you know there all these buildings are built on piling pylons pylons mm-hmm. which are basically these long consider them long Stick. straws yeah. uh, of concrete built uh, long straws of cocaine built into the cocaine. <laughs> Woo, Miami. Yeah. Uh, long straws of uh, concrete built down to the ground. And the higher the building, the longer they have to go down. Okay. And so they have, you know, they eventually hit, typically they hit something called bedrock or like hard rock. And that's kind of where you right. want to f- fix your pilings too. And depending on the height of the building, your depth has to match the height. There's like a ratio right. of that. Okay. Uh, and so as your pilings are going down, they, they should theoretically be dry because water and especially salt water can erode the material right. that's keeping them structurally sound. And so as the water level rises in that area, the water table also rises. So like this, the pylons that are in the ground could be halfway submerged now when they didn't right. start that way, you know? Wow. So, so that's like a, that's like a what if factor that that whole region that I was reading about has to yeah. think about. And you're like, Holy shit. There's like a million of these buildings that yeah. could be yeah. on a foundation that was structurally sound in 1990, but in right. 2030, it's not at all. And so what do you do? Do you just believe them? Like, right. it's only going to get worse. And that, and, oh. and, and it's like, this could be the first totally. of a series wow. of buildings that are on this un, you know, unstable footing that, that could mm-hmm. start falling over in that right. area. Really crazy. Well, and, we're, really and we are scary. just, we are talking about, like apartment buildings i mean the other the other two so my my thought throughout this whole process has been i think two two resonant things have been kind of like getting my attention one being um these are these are buildings like i think the, the last time i remember something this tragic that kind of had a similar 
feeling was the like London apartment fire that oh, happened yeah. a few years ago. Do you guys remember that? Uh-huh. Um, and it was a, it was a similar thing. I think there was like an electric electricity issue or something. But that one was like poor income, like high rise, kind of essentially a council flat type thing. And and it was a big conversation around class because it was like if these people weren't poor, you would have fucking fixed this shit, right? No kidding. And this one is 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 kind of it doesn't fly in the face of that theory because that, that theory is hundred percent true. But this one, like these are these are million dollar condos. Like these are not <sighs> these are not cheap. Like these are not like we're gonna put people that we don't care about in them, which in I, them, obviously yeah. we know happens sometimes with these kind of mm-hmm. issues. I mean, devastatingly, obviously we would not support that kind of thing. No, but it was interesting because this feels like it is solely a byproduct of infrastructural collapse, not mm-hmm. a not a like um, triage like the government's only going to pay attention to the people who can pay for it type thing. Right. Um, and then and then the other thing is like so I'm from you know I'm from you know the the Appalachian region, West Virginia, Ohio. I'm from right up this, basically 30 minutes from the Mothman area. Point Pleasant, West Virginia is where I grew up. And so famously massive bridge collapse there, right? And and so I think about bridges a lot too, because that's another big conversation. Mm -hmm. Like when we talk about infrastructural reform and fixing all these things, one of the things people always point to are bridges because bridges are just like always being like... Yeah, Dude, exposed steel, and the so many amount people, it was built yeah. to hold when it was built versus the amount of weight that <sighs> right. you know exists and now. Totally. So this is a residential apartment that we saw collapse, mm-hmm. a lot of death, a lot of destruction. This is not. Hopefully, obviously, this is a reminder to everybody. But this is also like apartments. Like we had this issue with earthquakes too. I mean, this is actually kind of a a a. a um, a good version of this right which Mm -hmm. is when the earthquake when a big earthquake happened i think it was i don't remember which earthquake but huge earthquake in la and all of a sudden 89 89 sorry sorry, 94 the yeah 94 the the northridge quake but after that people are just like you know what this is some fucking bullshit we gotta fix our buildings right yeah and so now most of the buildings are like on rollers and shit right so that if an earthquake happens, you just kind of like kind of just roll around a little bit and you don't like, you're not having the same issue that would happen if you're just like strict beams An earthquake happens just like, now it's just like, Whoa, Whoa. Right. Yeah. Which is just like a roller skating waitress who slipped on a banana peel. That's exactly what it's like. (laughs) But this is, but that is structural engineering and structural engineering. That is, that is. Yeah. (laughs) That that is at its best, right? Like that is kind of the point of this. Is like now, hopefully, people are going to be like, fifty years ago we fucked up. Now we have to fix it to accommodate this reality of our world, right? Yeah. How are we going to do that, right? So, right. anyway, continue, dog. Let's let me. We should probably talk yeah. about the report. Yeah, let's let's get into the report. So basically, in October of 2018, there was a structural engineering report on these uh, towers, the Champlain Towers South condo in uh, Surfside, um, and detailed a bunch of problems with the building, including major structural damage to the concrete slab below the pool deck. And it recommends extensive repairs in the near future. It's a nine-page report. Um, it notes structural concrete slab being flat rather than sloped, which is something I think uh, 
Freed even mentioned like about pitched roof versus flat roof. It's like it can cause pooling of water if there's water. So there's the structural concrete slab being flat. So water can't drain off of it. Um, the pool, it pools until it evaporates instead of being able to drain off, which causes a lot of damage to the, the concrete and stuff. Um, they found abundant cracking in the concrete beams in the parking garage, um, suggesting previous attempts to repair that damage was failed. There was a failure to complete all of these recommended repairs, um, which the report warned would cause the extent of the concrete deterioration to expand exponentially. So a lot of really like serious sounding stuff in this report. Um, and the Miami-Dade County mayor didn't even know about it. They were like, well, yeah, the report was likely not read at the time. The town had it on file, but, you know, there's nothing we didn't know about it. So it seems like from someone on the outside, this is like, okay, the owner of the building or something probably got this report and then didn't do what they were <laughs> supposed to do. Right. So you're, you read through this, like some of the things the person outlined, which you can see if you're watching live right now, but if you're listening, um, some of the things that they noticed when they went in 2018 was that on the balconies um, with every one of the uh, units, not all of them, but on a lot of the balconies, there was like tile that they added on top of the balcony, like concrete, which did a couple things. It wasn't um, waterproofed. So there were tons of cracks and stuff, which means there was probably structural damage to the concrete right. slab underneath the balcony. And it also meant that the like distance between the top railing and the bottom was no longer like up to code because the tile made it shorter by like adding an extra couple inches on top. So like right. that wasn't okay. Then you look down further on this first page of the report and there's spalling, which is basically, we, we made a little document for ourselves so we know what some of the stuff means. But spalling is the breakaway of concrete surfaces, which extends to the top layers of reinforcing steel. So that usually happens if you see spalling, like chunks of concrete falling off, like what you can see if you're watching right now, you know that there's water damage. Like that right. means there's water in the concrete and there's nowhere for it to like properly drain out. Right. And, 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 and this could also, so just so I understand it correctly. So spalling also could imply other things, but in this case, because we're in Miami, Water damage is the thing that's doing it, but spalling yeah. could also be caused by like poor, poor concrete. Um, yeah, like concrete that was poured incorrectly and it just like it's broken away for different reasons. Concrete that like maybe the water, like the so I, I don't fucking, I don't know what I'm talking about, but like, uh, so when you're it's like just like, a term for like the damage yeah. that well, yeah, can... and Dom, you would know this like when you're when you're doing concrete, it's water. It's a wa it's like essentially like a diluted water mixture, right? You have to like add water to make concrete, right? Yeah. Yeah. The concrete is a mixture of rocks and sand and then there's chemicals lie. And when it they call it curing, when it cures, there's a chemical process that hardens it all together and makes it like a unit. And the rebar, you know, is is kind of the genius part of it all. Without rebar, concrete's pretty brittle. You can basically yeah. smash it like a hammer, like like a rock with a hammer. It's it's yeah. concrete's essentially rock without rebar. You can right. just hit it and it'll chunk off. It'll just but, break up. But with the rebar, it um, when it cures, it makes it all one piece essentially. That's almost impossible to break up. Like breaking right. up concrete and rebar is like it's like a real 
you know, real it's really hard. It's interesting. And for anyone listening who doesn't know what that is, rebar just is reinforcing bar, which is like those little metals, metal bars that you see, like people pouring concrete over. It's like the interior, yeah. like structure of the concrete slabs. And I was reading that, like the whole point is like you said, if you took like a sledgehammer and hit the side of concrete slab with rebar in it, it's like the rebar keeps the separated pieces from further separating. So it's like, yeah, there could be cracks, but it's not going to be like dangerous cracks if you have the rebar correctly placed. And the same, the same physics applies in like, um, you know, like tile work, for instance, if you're doing backsplashes in your house, you do, you, you use like, they used to use like a chicken wire in, in the, in the, 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 like the wall concrete is called inset. Like chicken wire is the same thing. So like what it does is like it unifies the, the dried rock into one unit. And they do it on surfboards too with fiberglass. Like the fiberglass like fabric, essentially it's like a fabric when it's dry, when they wrap the board in it and they put the resin on it, when it dries, it all becomes one piece. It becomes like, you know, a hundred times stronger, maybe a thousand right. times stronger than if it was just fiberglass without the, so it's, it's a very common sort of uh, engineering, you know, tool that's used across all kinds of building. And, and they do it like Kevlar. That's what Kevlar is. It's yeah. essentially like this woven fabric together. And when it's stressed in a way, like when a bullet hits it, it actually gets stronger, it like tightens. And Whoa. so... And so it's, it, you know, it's kind of this like, simple, ingenious technology that's... Like a Chinese finger trap. It's a Chinese finger trap. It's exactly what it is. The that's more you pull, awful. the stronger it gets. Yeah. I had and a so, panic attack one time in a Chinese finger trap when I was like eight. <laughs> I couldn't get that it seems, off. That seems on brand. On brand. <laughs> I'm, I'm playing yeah. it right now. Uh, um. yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. So, yeah. A few more things that they pointed out is underneath the balconies, which these are called soffits, which I didn't know. Like if you notice like a soft, like your roof will extend over the walls of your home. Like that's a normal right. thing. And the underside of that overhang can be called a different, a few different things, um, but it's called a soffit too. And so they refer to the underneath of the balconies, which you can see in this image as soffits as well. And basically paint spalling, big bubbles of like water filled yeah. paint were like kind of like popping up at the bottom of these soffits. So right. So that's a tell that is water damage, like a ton of water damage, right? You're seeing water traveling through the interior of the concrete where it should not penetrate the concrete at all. Damn. And, and once you have a river of water going through concrete, you're you're essentially creating a, you know, it's it starts as a tear, then a creek, and then a river, and then love. You know what I mean? And then love. So, uh, <laughs> and this is, you know, one one like very visual way to think about all this is um, you guys have all seen pictures of Half Dome. You know what Half Dome is. Right. Half Dome was a round mountain. In the top, there was a small crack. Water would consistently go in it. It would freeze in the winter, expand, freeze, expand, freeze, expand. And that went on for thousands of years until one day, one half of the mountain just went, it wasn't attached to the other half anymore. And it went like this, well, bonk, and it fell off. Oh, yeah. And so the rest, you have the sheer mountain face. And that's why I have them so impressive looking. So but it's cool. the exact same logic that, that happened here. You get water in the middle of this crack and it just keeps, you know, yes. year after year, keeps expanding. Keeps, that is keeps weakening. A, yeah, that's such a great um, connection to make. Like we, we're hearing like from these reports and from all these engineers, like water is the most damaging substance to like concrete and rock and all this stuff. And it's like, duh, look at all of our, like, look at the Grand Canyon. Yeah. Yeah. 
Duh. Yeah, you ever go hiking, you idiots, dude? Get out of the newsroom and take a hike. Take a fucking hike. Get out of the newsroom and take a hike. Go kick rocks. Suck my eggs. You know? Suck my eggs. Suck my eggs. Um, Um, So, I I mean, really, we can can continue going through. There are a few other things that um, are in this report. Like, um, in the garage, there was cracking and spalling in the parking garage columns. There were um, exposed rebar at the top side of the garage deck. You can tell from this one picture. Um, Let me see if I can share it now that my Reddit's working. This one picture shows the, it looks like it's the top side of the garage deck, but it's like a fucking mess. And basically what they said is the installed epoxy is not continuous as observed from the bottom of the slab. Evidence of poor workmanship performed by the previous contractor. There are, the injection ports were not removed and the surfaces were not ground smooth at the completion of injection. I don't know what injection ports are, but I'm sure it has something they to do use, with like <clears throat> spreading it all evenly. Yeah, it looks like a um it's a mixture of like two um it looks like two kinds of glue and it's an epoxy. And and you remember in uh, Die Hard Three when they had those two epoxy things to make the bomb to make an explosion. Um, but it's like the same thing. They have these two sides, and you depress it with this like it looks like a like a hospital depressor, like a needle, and you inject it into these cracks in the concrete. And what it does is it goes in and it fills all this dead space. And then when it dries, it's essentially rock fucking hard concrete. Wow. And so it's a way to fix concrete that's got these cracks. So theoretically, you're blocking the pores that water would leak through. And so you would go around a building and address these cracks and say, okay, this is where water is like creating more damage. And yeah. you fill them, you know, you fill them out. And then the top of it, you'd have to also put like a coat on so the water couldn't get in even more, right? Because water is right. always going to keep trying. It's relentless. Yeah. It's relentless. Uh, and so, and they, they, what they're saying here is like the, maybe the crack tops weren't smoothed out enough where like water was still able to get in, right? It like, yeah. looked like it was sort of temporary. Maybe it worked, maybe this worked for a little while, but wasn't done well enough where it kept working. Yeah, totally. I mean, God, that's really freaky. And I'm really glad you've, uh, you've renovated a house because this is all really um, helpful context. I was super, I was very, you know, it was my first house. I was like, you know, pretty into like, looking at and and you get all these inspectors and stuff and they come and they you know they check out all the they 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 tell you what's potentially wrong with your house so you can fix it or negotiate against the price or whatever and you look at the foundation that's the big thing um and you go i crawled around under the house and you look at the footings and and you see okay i can clearly see there's damage here and xyz could could need to be done and uh you know it's it's like relatively simple stuff that um, if you're interested in it, it's very easy to learn. You just have yeah. to start care. And when you just put all your money into somebody's, uh, into this house, you're like, I care now all of a sudden. Yeah. Because I don't want it to fall over. Uh, Damn. Yeah. It's crazy. Well, basically what you're seeing too, in, so in the rest of this report is more of that same stuff. So a lot of damage, a lot of recommendations that, listen, if you're going to correctly fix all this shit, it's going to cost I think somebody, I don't know if this was in the report necessarily, or if somebody in this, uh, the person who posted this had estimated this himself or herself, but the opinion was that it would be like a $3.3 million repair. So that's pretty big uh, repair. So 
apparently didn't happen or wasn't done correctly. But this is the interesting part, I think. You look down at the comments from fellow structural engineers, people who have like a little flare on their name that says PE slash SE. And I looked it up. PE means professional engineer, SE structural engineer, just their name, their like titles. So these people are like, this is really helpful. Thanks for, <laughs> right. you know, outlining this and like adding your notes. But from what they can tell is that a lot of the points and the areas in this report are parts of the building that didn't collapse, such as oh. the pool deck and the, uh, what was the one at the top, the pool deck, the garage, they seem to have survived the collapse intact. So this person, the mighty engineer, the mighty engineer says, um, I concur. The report and the defects indicated don't appear to be substantially related to the collapse. So as someone watching this, as someone who loves Kathy and Hoda, they're right. fucking going off on this report. Okay. Everybody right, right. has, you know, blood in their eyes and they're like, this fucking report came out four years ago. All this shit, you know, should have been fixed and this wouldn't have happened. And what seems to be the consensus in uh, a lot of the comments is that, listen, the report, yes, had a lot of things, you know, they pointed out, but this is probably what a report for any 40 year old building is going to yeah. look like. Like, And what, what that leads me to believe is, um, because you're right, like all these buildings, especially in these wet environments like Florida have this sort of like water damage. Right. There is such a thing as bad concrete. Um, mm. That's what I was how, asking earlier. It's like what, like the if you if you dilute the concrete with too much water, for instance, you're probably going to make looser concrete. I assume, right? No, it's not. It's not on the. It's not on the contractor's end. It's on the manufacturer of the concrete end. Mm. Oh. So it's, it's a poor mixture. Not your mixture on the job site. It's the mixture that you bought it in. So it has to be like X parts this, this, and this. To, so so when it so when water's added. Um, it it cures correctly. Yeah. Now, you know, obviously you have to add enough water, but that's that's really not what it means. So the the manufacturing side of the concrete has to be sound. Mm. And so there's I you know there's the, like this is like Russia obviously is like famous for making shitty concrete because they mm. just cut corners and like it was like you know communistic thing mm -hmm. and they would like put garbage inside the concrete instead of like what they were supposed to put in. So they would fill it with junk. And so then over time, like there'd be these air pockets that wouldn't cure correctly. And then those get mm -hmm. filled with whatever. And then it becomes like brittle and porous and falls apart. And so this could be, we don't know yet, but this feels like it also could be bad concrete. I don't know. Yeah. That's right. a really, that's fucking scary. Cause it, in that situation, if you don't know like the fucking chemical makeup of the powdered right. concrete you're getting, like, what are you supposed right. to do? All you There's can no do is well, trust. Yeah. That is yeah. trust. And this, yeah. And this this goes to the this goes to the local so there's an interesting the top of all time on the structural engineering pod or uh, uh, uh subreddit is a is a meme that somebody a structural engineer posted in their office that has it's like the classic meme that's like a like you see three 
it's like three assassins and then the bottom panel is like a fourth assassin so it's the the person who's just just observing is a structural engineer then the assassin directly behind them is the architect with a gun against the structural engineer's head then directly behind the architect is the client a gun against the client's head and then looking over all of them with a sniper rifle is local government right and so what i read into this as as a as a non-structural engineer is structural engineers in their minds are the shit end of the stick they're trying to do the best they can right. the architect is like no you got to cut this corner Make it right pretty. And the structural engineer is like but we we need more help and then the client is telling the architect no i don't have enough money and the architect's like you need to do this right and then the local government is where you kind of get into the big issues with like zoning laws um with like anything where you have to like pull papers for permits and all that kind of shit and they're either saying you need to do this and that is wrong but we're telling you to do it anyway or they're saying some other version of whatever the oversight is is a is a byproduct of misinformed potentially corrupt local government right yeah and then directly below this which is also kind of interesting is like this is a uh thought of this when i was emailing an architect right and it was, it's the classic bernie sanders i'm once again asking you for support and it says i'm once again asking you for an additional column support so that also tells me that <laughs> and structural like, no, engineers that with my open floor plan right no. and so the structural engineers are saying like in order to make this the safest best quality thing possible we mm -hmm. need better support higher quality concrete more like we need we need 10 diameters or 10 um 10 millimeters diameter fucking whatever instead of five you know like it's all these things that people are just cutting corners to save money to to like for like what you yeah. just said architectural ideas right totally so this is something you you're pu pulling up as well uh dog what is this so this is like, I think does a really good job in a cartoon of kind of explaining similarly to the meme you showed, explaining the role of everybody in like the building process. So right. it shows a, a, like a tree swing, a tree swing. <laughs> right. So the, the first one is just a normal looking tree swing. It's what the developer wanted. Then it shows what the architect designed and it's a tree swing, but each rope is tied to a different branch. It looks really cool. <laughs> Well, it's, it's also impractical. You can't actually swing and on it. And it would never like, work. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, how would you swing? You would hit the back of the tree. What right. the quantity surveyor priced. And it's it's a tree swing, but the ropes are about six inches long. It cut, <laughs> cut and cost. Literally cut, cut and, and cost. cost. Cut and ropes. <laughs> what the structural engineer recommended is a tree swing with a center rope so that <laughs> right. it's very safe. <laughs> What the letting agent advertised is a double-decker tree swing. <laughs> so that's pretty funny, too. Um, what the planning officer preferred. This, I don't understand what a planning officer uh, does, but it looks like a unicycle tree swing with just a small one yeah. rope and like a little like well, I, chunk I of I think this is bottom. another co cost-cutting measure. Cost -cutting it's, it's saying like, we don't need two, uh, like if we don't need two ropes, we actually can do it with one rope where we put Someone the thing and we that. can shorten the thing and we can put it in the middle. <laughs> yeah. Right. It makes that sense. That might be an environmental encroachment note. Like we don't want, your swing's too big. Make it yeah. small. Like, yeah. Oh. oh, I see what you mean. That makes sense. It's like, don't take, you can't take up that much space. We'll give you a permit for this much space. Yeah, who the hell do you think you are? You only get, <laughs> yeah, one rope. 
Right. So then it's what the health and safety officer required, and it's a tree swing that's literally on the ground. The ropes are so long that you aren't even floating in the air. Then right. you've got what the fire officer demanded, and the tree's just been cut down. That's, it's, that's <laughs> accurate, yeah. No <laughs> and then con- the, concerts are a fire hazard, no concerts. Jesus right. Christ. And then we have the the one that I think is funny is, and we're dealing with this shit right now yeah right what the builder built and it's just a shitty tree swing that is one rope long one rope short you wouldn't even be able to really sit on it without falling right and that's what you get out of all of the planning all of like the entire committee uh, gets together and like sketches what they want and this is the ultimate right. what you're gonna get it, so it, this is I like really this too. interesting because this is in conjunction with this other meme I found, which is a it's the kind of traditional like women woman yelling from like Desperate Housewives or some yes. other fucking bullshit show, and the cat <laughs> sitting eating a salad, right? <laughs> like we've seen this a million times, right? And it's just yeah. architects who blame the structural engineer for making their building look dull is the woman <laughs> screaming, and then the cat, the structural engineer who tried to explain or tries to explain the building that based on the design the building would have collapsed, <laughs> right? So so there is just like this constant fight between the different roles that people play in the building process and i think that this is you know what's what's interesting about this as it pertains to the miami thing is right is like it does in a way like the structural engineers just get to say i told you so right like that's like all of what they do all of what they try to do is about safety Mm -hmm. and about suggesting safety Mm -hmm. endeavor and and for me, this feels like the structural engineer is not at fault for this. And all they can do is go, if you would have done this, like yeah. we suggested, it would not have happened. Right. Right. And then instead, the builder maybe used poor quality. The building, the, the actual investor was cutting costs. Yeah. The architect, it doesn't seem like this is an architectural problem. I'm not seeing anything here that I'm just like, Wow, like can't believe you didn't put a fucking beam in the middle of the ballroom. Like how could right. you get away with that, right? Like I I for me this feels more like quality and cutting costs by not upkeep. Like the execution right? wasn't Yeah, this is good. an executional thing, right? I mean, maybe like I don't know if we looked closer as like idiots who don't know anything about this stuff, like maybe we could look at it and be like, "Oh, well, how is the building supposed to stay up like that?" There's only yeah. like I every once in a while you'll see a building that you're just like Wow, that looks cool, but like that doesn't. How yeah. is it, huh? Like, a, would like I we go got that in, in L.A. No. Like, I mean, that like that giant skyscraper in L.A. that just like the whole time it angles out. Yeah, and you're just like what? you're like. Wait, I don't understand how it's called. It. Can cantilever. Ooh, and, it, and you you look at it and you're just like, I don't understand how it stays up, right? And then yeah. and then you know if it ever There's comes like down, you're going to be like, for, oh, that. Oh, like oh. for every foot yeah. it goes out, it has to go back two feet. Yeah, into right. the structure. So if you go out thirty feet, you gotta go back ninety feet. Right. I think it's that's that's like the the thing. So yeah, um, damn. But yeah, so this building's on pi- pylons, pi- pylons, pylons, pylons. Yeah, pylons. Um, which which are essentially like I said, coke straws going down into the sand. Uh-huh. Um, this is a right. cool video. Uh, oh yeah. So so we're so let me let me just quickly mention this video. So that we're watching a. This is actually for anybody who knows fucking nothing about all this stuff. Like structural engineering subreddit is actually fucking sick because you kind it of is. you do have a little bit of like, wow, interesting way to think about it. But this is a um, a Japanese structural engineer showing essentially the the 
the wow. byproduct of a tsunami is right. It's like simulating a tsunami. Yeah. From what I can tell. And how it affects like different foundations. And how it affects different foundations. So this one is 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 the link uh, I'm gonna say link faction experiment. Li- Shows liquefaction. Oh, liquefaction. I'm a fucking yeah, idiot. That was, Liqui- that, was in my, that was in my house report. We're in a liquefaction wow. zone uh, because cool. we're close enough. We're basically in like a marine table. Right. Um, which anybody on the west side of Los Angeles is in. But we're specifically close to one. So one of the... Uh, oh, look. Yell Twin works in a construction Yell Twin works in <gasps> construction. Love to hear it. got to get um, you on. Come on. You learned do but, right but This is when the water mixes with the... The dry dirt and it turns to quicksand. Right. Essentially. Oh, yeah. dude! Look how fun it looks. I mean, not it if looks, you were really there, but <laughs> look how like, fun it looks. It does look um, like the kind of stuff you'd stick yeah. your finger. You'd like have fun sticking your finger. Look at those cute Japanese apartments. Is what I'm seeing. I know. <laughs> I know. Love it. Really? Uh, but it, but it, it is really interesting because you. It starts out showing three. There are three different models, right? So the first one uses like rebar, essentially, right? It's like it, it, it has. The, Wait, are those the, the pylons? That's the a pylons. Footing, that's a footing foundation. Um, yeah. Well, there's a slab, a footing, and a pylon. So that's right okay. from left to right. Yeah. Right, and then yeah, the, and then the, the the middle one is just kind of like it, it kind of is sitting on. There's nothing that digs called into a slab. the sand. A slab. slab. Yeah. So it's just it's just sitting on top, and then one the last giant one's hollow plate, basically. Yeah. The last yeah. one's and a footing. I don't know why that's you do. what we yeah. are on in LA mostly footings. Mm, really? Okay. Well, that it's seems con- dangerous. It's like a concrete perimeter that's like the exterior walls of your house. Oh, Wild. Okay. And so, so we see that the footing basically just goes under immediately. The one with the 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 concrete middle one does pretty well. It seems like it's going to float away potentially. Mm-hmm. And then the the one with the pylons is like we ain't going nowhere, son. Yeah, like, we're sorry. Sticking around, right? And so, the interesting thing too is they 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 bury a ping pong ball in it, right? In the sand to kind of show what happens in these situations to hollow right. objects like water pipes. Uh, They'll resurface. Fascinating. During this like movement. Wow. Pretty Fascinating. Cool. That's a really so, fun little experiment. Ultimately, like it seems like what people are saying about the Miami collapse is A, that this report is really not as damning as it seems to people who are not in this business, that right. the report itself is probably something you'd see in a lot of buildings of a similar age, and that it's going to take a lot longer than a few weeks to figure out what happened with that building. Yeah, it's going to take a long time. And ultimately it's not going to be from one or two of these issues. It's probably going to be a combination no. of like four or five of these issues that ultimately made it collapse, which is good right. to know because Kathy and Hoda are going to try to get us all worked up about it. And now you guys know, like don't get worked up right. about the report. Yes. These things should have been fixed, but it's by no means the definitive reason why this building collapsed. Well, the definitive reason was because there were Jeffrey Epstein files that were hidden on the 15th Thank floor. You. It's true. Thank yeah. you. So they had, they had to bring Clinton's, it down. Hillary Clinton's behind this whole thing. I'm pretty yes. sure. Dude, I, that's what I'm saying. Lock her up. You know what I'm Lock saying? Lock her up. Lock hey, her I don't up. know if you guys know about this building in San Francisco called the Millennium Tower. That's a 58-story building that was built in like 2014, 2015. But it, it's, it's been sinking. It's it's sunk already. This is pretty brand new. It's like this new fancy building that everyone's been talking. I'm from San Francisco originally, Ooh, so everyone's been right. talking about for years. It's sunk 16 inches 
on one side wow. because they didn't do the foundation correctly. And so it's become this whole fucking thing. Uh. So they sold all these fancy ass, you know, downtown San Francisco, like, you know, chic apartment. Joe Montana owned one. Wow. Um, all the coolest people in the city owned one. And then it started sinking and you could literally like put a marble in your apartment and it would like go. And of course it's this massive building in this area that's known for earthquakes and it's near the water. And uh, it's like, well, this doesn't look good for the future. So they've been trying to figure out everyone's suing everybody right now. And it's this massive like legal problem and everyone's trying to get out of their contracts and blah, 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 blah. Now what do you do with the building? So they're trying to reinforce the foundation and jack it up. Um, but it's it's kind of like a bigger version of this before it happens. Nothing's fallen yet. But if this thing fell, it would hit God knows how many other buildings. It's so big. Totally. Yeah. And I guess the problem is they didn't drill down deep enough into the bedrock to, to hit right. solid ground. Mm-hmm. And this part of San Francisco is, is landfill. Oh. Um, and so it's, you know, th- there are some cases like this around the country that people are keeping their eye on. And this is like, Maybe the Miami case will kick this into higher gear where people are like, hey, man, uh, can't be having a building fall over. Wow. Totally. Well, that that's my that's kind of my big thought about this is like, what is really going to happen wow. with with the way that we think of these things in general? Because, I mean, we always hear about like we heard this with Trump. Now we're hearing it with Biden about the big infrastructure plan. Right. The big infrastructure plan. And a lot of that, you know, I think that has to do in some capacity with like fixing our roads, you know, all these things that we know do structural damage to cars and, and, you know, the transportation system. There's so many implications of poor infrastructure. And a lot of that infrastructure plan has to do, of course, with with government funded infrastructure. So roads, bridges, fucking all that bullshit. Right. But the same we are seeing the same thing with private buildings. Right. Because. There is a bunch of infrastructural issues. We know that, like, if if there is money involved in the way that people are getting sued right now, that like this the fucking ripples of what happened in Miami are going to last for a while. That it's going to be really interesting to see all of the byproducts of infrastructure regulation change because you also start getting into that weird world after this where like a place like Miami where you have a lot of like rich money coming in building stuff. Where, you know, the, the the city's building up because, you know, maybe the reason that the city's building up is because they are loose on local government contracts. So the, so you have all these builders coming in and being like, fuck, we'll just build some shit in Miami. It's an easy way to, like, put our money down and make some fucking cash. Who gives a shit? All of a sudden, those people are going to be like, fuck that. We're going to fucking, you know, Malaysia where they, they have really loose shit. So we're just going to start putting our money in fucking Malaysia and building there. So it might actually change a little bit of the fabric of what is being built at what speed yeah. the the idea of development in a place like Miami. So, I mean, it's a little bit of the way the tax codes work, right? It's like everybody's moving to Texas because they don't have income tax, right? And then like, you know, if people were moving to Miami because they don't have like building codes, I'm, I, I'm, this is a hypothetical, but it seems right. like this is how this shit works, right? It's like, mm-hmm. because they don't have the same building codes, so everybody's building up in a place like Miami. Well, if all of a sudden they rightfully have to introduce new building codes because yeah. people are fucking dying from collapsed structures all of a sudden you might see 
new weird developments happening in fucking Boca Raton or yeah, like, dude. you know, fucking Missouri or Austin or, yeah. or like I said, like Malaysia or fucking Dubai or something. Like humankind um, is all about that short term profit over like long term anything. It's yeah, I know. And so I'm, so this is it's going to be interesting to see the ripples, man. I, I'm yeah. um, I our, our hearts go out to anybody who is who uh, lost somebody in it, who is really, really affected by it. We also, another thing that was kind of swept under the rug, there were crazy floods in Detroit. So all my Detroit oh friends my are dealing with some crazy issues right now. What? Um, wow. Well, which which is another weird thing. It's another potential, I don't know enough about that one, but it's another potentially big infrastructure issue because I think it might've been like, the I don't, it wasn't like a sewer thing, but I do think it was like the pipes got overflow over flooded, right? Wow, from gnarly rain. So, Dude. so you know, it's another one of those things where like infrastructural collapse is really expensive and devastating. Yeah, it's really fucking devastating, right? And and it um, so is, and, and, like and in so, this case, yeah. there's still a hundred up all up to 145 people still missing. Totally. Um, in the rubble. So, like, like you said, like our hearts go out to the people who lost their lives, to the families who are still waiting to hear what happened to their loved ones, the people recovering in hospitals right now. Like, it's terrifying, right. and the number of people missing has been unchanged since yesterday, maybe even the day before. So, the chances of a lot of these people coming out alive is diminishing. Right. I say Sleepy Joe, why don't, you know, while we're at, while we're dropping a couple trill on, right. uh, you know, your buddies at the big banks, let's drop a couple trill and just hire everybody in America to rebuild all the stuff that needs rebuilding. I mean, right. right? We need jobs. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's going to take 20 years. It's not that sexy. It's going to take 50 years, but yeah. Get a fucking move on, dude. Right. Uh, well, it's it is in a way. It's actually extremely sexy. Quite frankly, it's like a really good way for everybody sex. to to make. I mean, you know, it's like yeah. the idea of somebody. I mean, this almost feels like wartime economics, right? Like when we when we were in war in the World War Two, it was like we got jobs for everybody. We're going to fucking war. You want to build? You want to build a fucking rocket launcher? Have at it, right? Like go for it. You want to you want to make food for the troops? Let's fucking go, right? And so I feel like the. Everybody talks about infrastructure. I'm also looking at photos of like bridges fucked up. There's so many. There's wow. so many things that we see that we're just like, damn, that shit is fucking busted, man. Wow. And so I think that there is just a like we need to fix this stuff, and we need to pay people to do it, and we need people to be educated enough to do it, right? But it's a better investment, I say. You know, you're spreading it around to a, you know, a million people versus putting all your trill at Amazon or whoever you just bailed out. I, I just, right. You know, that money is an investment in, in the people of America. It's going to yeah. come back around. It's, and we can, we need to modernize everything. I just, let's do it. We have to, I mean, with that, and that's the big thing is like, we have to modernize everything. We have to look at building codes and shit. I want we have smart to, bridges. Like, okay. My smart refrigerator is yeah. perfect, bro. It's dude, never, I want to, I want to be able to tweet from the bridge, dude. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So um, I've realized, like living in the smart house, 
our house is not that smart, but like all the devices right. now have like smart implications. Yeah. It's like managing a fleet of really stupid robots. Yeah. And like right. you're, you're, you're always on duty. You're responsible for a staff of robots now. And they're always trying to they talk have families, to you. Right? And, and they're so dumb at this point. Yeah. It's, it's uh, I don't want anything smart in our bridges. I want nope. engineering. I want. I'm with you. I was at my mom's for a while and her Alexa kept piping up like, I noticed that you buy, you know, fucking Vagisil and do you want more? And I'm like, shut the fuck up or I will unplug you for the rest of your existence. There's no reason to be fucking selling me things at nine o'clock in the morning, Alexa. Shut up. I guess I know there's a setting. One of our cars, the second you turn the car off, the second the car goes off, the car says... Your cell phone is still in the car. And it's like, I'm still in the fucking car. I'm in the car. I get it. I get you're trying to help. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. I was going to get it. Robot. Every time. Anyway. Anyway. Well, it's uh, uh, we live in in interesting times. Yeah. We got to We got to go get to our uh, respective jobs, not doing uh, structural engineering. Yeah. But I hope you guys learned some stuff. I mean, I I learned some things. Yell twin. I did too. uh, Ask your construction pals if any of what we said is true. Yes, and uh, have them listen and tell tell you how wrong we are. <laughs> yeah, how wrong we are. Uh, but yeah, so so sum it all up. Uh, if you are interested in, I think everybody should be interested in structural engineering, but also um, everything that happened with Miami and anything in the future. Structural engineering is a really interesting place to both kind of get in the mind of the way a structural engineer thinks, which is like mm-hmm. the memes, etc. But also getting into the kind of the nitty gritty about really some of the the important practices that go into structural engineering, what to look for, what to pay attention to. If you, if this, if you're really interested in this, this, the studying, uh, um, structural engineering, there's some great resources for doing so starting with the subreddit. So have at it, build a fucking bridge, make it, make it up to code. Don't make it look interesting. Just make it sturdy. Yeah. Make it a box. Um, Okay. Give me a box. A Give me a box, box bridge that's never going to come inside. down. Right? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> uh, we are a pro-column pod here. Yes. 100%. Like anti-aesthetic pro-column. Writing that down for our t-shirts, you guys. <laughs> and, you know, always um, look to nature if you need ideas for your next Sims home. The honeycomb really nailed it with their structural. I mean, that thing is indestructible. You are so fucking true. Right about that's that. That's what Dog, I'm saying. I want a honeycomb right. style home, please. Thank you. Love it. Love <laughs> it. Okay. Right anyway, so this is Did You Read It, a weekly podcast about structural engineering and Reddit um, by way of the internet, by way of Reddit, the front page about the internet, structural engineering, Reddit. My name is It's Your Dad. I am Doggy Boobies. I am my free day, aka my free Brill Cosby. Britney Cosby. <laughs> free Britney, free Bill. We don't have to pick one or the other. We can free them both. We can free, free Bill everybody. and free and free Britney. Yep. Um, all right. See you next week. Bye. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. Believe. 
You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.